Hello, everyone. Welcome to Devin's Read Aloud. My name is Devin Manning. And for today's podcast, I'll be reading The Magic Treehouse, Lions at Lunchtime by Mary Pope Osborne. Are you ready? Let's begin. Chapter 3. Disaster. Come on, Jack, Annie called. She was almost to the river. Just a minute, he shouted. He wanted to study the giraffes and zebras. He pulled out the Africa book and found a picture of giraffes. He read, the giraffe is the tallest animal in the world. Its legs alone can be six feet tall and its hooves can be as big as dinner plates. The giraffe has a very powerful neck, which makes it dangerous to attack. For this reason, lions tend to avoid giraffes. Jack pulled out his notebook and wrote, Notes on Africa. Lions avoid giraffes. He turned the page and read more. Zebras live in family groups, as no two zebras have exactly the same pattern of stripes. Every baby zebra must learn its own mother's pattern. Jack studied the zebras, trying to see their different patterns. But in the hazy afternoon light, all the stripes made him dizzy. He blinked to clear his head, then read more. Zebras are the first to cross the river because they eat the chorus grass. After they've thinned down the top layer, the wildebeest arrive and eat the next layer. They prepare the grass for the gazelles, who come last. Wow, thought Jack. Each animal depends on the one that goes before. He wrote, animals all connected. Jack heard Annie shouting from the river bank. Jump, beast, jump. You can do it. Don't be afraid. Come on. He looked up. Annie herself was jumping as she called to the wildebeest. Jack sighed. I'd better stop her before there's trouble, he thought. He put away the Africa book and his notebook. Then he jogged toward the river. His pack was heavy and lumpy, bumping against his pack. He'd forgotten to take out the jar of peanut butter and the loaf of bread. Jack decided to leave them at the treehouse. He turned to go back. But just then, at Annie shouting stop, Jack looked at the river. She had vanished. Annie? He called. No answer. Where was she? Annie! Jack shouted. She had completely disappeared. Oh, man, said Jack. Their trip had barely begun, and already disaster had struck. He forgot about the stuff in his pack. He just ran as fast as he could. He wove his way between the grazing zebras and giraffes as he raced to the river. Help! called Annie. (laughs) 
Chapter 4 Mud Bath Jack looked over the edge of the riverbank. Annie had fallen into a pool of mud near the water. The thick black mud was up to her chest. I slipped, she said. Feels like quicksand. Jack threw down his pack and got on his knees. Be careful, said Annie. Don't slip too. Jack pointed to a tangle of old tree roots sticking out of the bank. Grab those, he said. Annie reached for the roots. Too far, she said, breathing hard. I'm sinking. She was sinking. The mud was up to her neck. Hold on. Jack looked around wildly. He saw a fallen tree branch near the bank. He raced to it, picked it up, and carried it back to Annie. Only her head and arms stuck out of the mud now. Jack held out the branch. Annie grabbed it. Hold tight, said Jack. I'll drag you over to the roots. He started pulling on the branch. I'm still sinking, Annie wailed. The mud was up to her chin. Come on, said Jack. You can do it. I know you can. Try, try. Just then, Jack heard a splash. He looked up. On the other side of the river, a wildebeest had jumped into the water. Another jumped, then another. They were headed toward, right toward Jack and Annie. Hold on tight, said Jack. He pulled on the stick again. Annie moved a tiny bit. Hey, Jack, on the moon, it felt like I weighed 10 pounds, said Annie. And in this mud, it feels like I weigh a ton. Concentrate, Annie, said Jack, trying not to slip down the bank. I am. The lead wildebeests were halfway across, swimming toward them. Many more wildebeests were jumping into the water. It's now or never, said Jack. He took a deep breath. He pulled really hard. Just then, a shadow passed over them. Jack looked up. Uh-oh, he said. A huge vulture circled overhead. It thinks you're near the end, said Jack. Oh, get out of here. Annie shouted at the vulture. I'm fine. In a burst of fury, she let go of the branch. She lunged for the roots. She grabbed them. Yes, cried Jack. Pull, pull. Slowly, Annie pulled herself out. She was covered with the black mud from head to toe. Jack helped her onto the bank, getting mud all over himself. See? Annie shook her fist at the vulture. I'm fine. Now beat it. But the giant ugly bird still circled. Come on, let's get away from him, said Jack. He pushed his glasses into place. Rats, he said. Now his glasses were muddy. He tried to clean his hands in the grass. Oh no, shouted Annie. 
Jack turned to her. The wildebeest will still get stuck in the mud hole, she cried. She waved her arms at the wildebeest struggling to swim across the river. Not here, she shouted. Not here. But the frantic swimmers kept coming. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes. Please give a like and share this podcast. Until next time, see you again at Devin's Read Aloud. Bye-bye. 